Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Good morning, 811 here on News Radio 92.3, informers local dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Our theme music for the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Department uh, could never be more true than today <laughs> because uh, we have an interesting video that surfaced online over the weekend. Shane Tucker is the Chief Deputy of Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office. Chief, welcome back to the program, sir. Uh, good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. So I see this video of uh, what looks to be a female officer of yours uh, with a uh, somebody face down in the middle of the street arresting them when somebody pulls up in a pickup and the video kind of cuts out right there. But um, what's going on in this video? And uh, I guess they uh, fought or fled the law, and the law won, of course, in this case, right? Uh, they 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 certainly did. Um, the the deputy was investigating. Um, I, I don't know all the circumstances, but I believe it was some type of trespassing uh, in that area. And uh, when she located the uh, the subject, evidently he, he um, took off on her, and uh, she pursued him and caught him there in uh, in the middle of Dogwood Drive. Huh. Uh, I can tell you, you know, when I saw that video, that's the kind of video that it, it gives me chills. Um, you know, fortunately, that that went just perfect. She had it under control. She took care of business, and, and nobody was hurt. Um, but that is an incredibly dangerous position for two people to be in, you know, laying prone on a busy street at that time of day. I just uh, thank goodness it, it worked out the way it did, and I really want to thank that citizen for stopping to check on her. You know, it's um, it's an incredibly comforting feeling to know that this community has our back when, when those guys and girls are out there putting their lives on the line like that. Absolutely. And that's so that's what the guy in the pickup was doing, was checking to see if she needed any help. And uh, good, uh, she didn't because she had it all under control, which is great, uh, which is a good reminder that today is National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. And I am, um, I am assuming that when citizens say thank you, it's kind of nice. Oh, my goodness, yes. I can tell you, it is It is such a blessing to be in this career, in this community. You know, this morning as I came into work, truthfully, I, I had really forgotten all about it being National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. And uh, there was a sign that had been placed in front of the sheriff's office by uh, Sign Gypsies of Milton. Uh, they came and donated it and just put it up it just to, to honor the men and women of the sheriff's office and, and law enforcement and what they do. Um, and Andrew, I don't think I can adequately express how truly humbling it is to serve a community um, that takes care of us the way this community does. And, and the video we saw yesterday was a perfect example. You know, we saw the guy in the white pickup truck pulling over, but th th that's not rare. Community members stopping to ask us if we're okay, that is not rare. And it's, it's, it's humbling. It really is. You know, you know what I just personally, you know, what I would have preferred to see is the person who is taking the video have gotten out and asked if they needed help instead of taking the video. You know, like, you see this thing going on, uh, you know, see if there's anything you can do. But, you know, I'm with you that seeing the person in the pickup do that, and, of course, in general, our community is amazing. So a couple of events that happened over the last week. We had, uh, what, a guy in Navarre got arrested for naked trespassing while on Ambien, he says. Do I have that about right? Uh, you know, you have the, the gist of, of what I understand, Um 
you know, I, I, I have, in, over the course of my career, I have, I have dealt with a, a handful of people on Ambient, um, and, and I have seen some bizarre behavior. Um, you know, I would be very, very interested to know all the facts of that case. Um, but that is incredibly bizarre, the, um, the, the, the things that he's accused of, trespassing and the, the lewd and lascivious type exhibition. Um, that's some odd stuff. So <laughs> clearly there was there was probable cause, and uh, so he was arrested for that. And, you know, I guess that'll be uh, an affirmative defense for him to make. Yeah, the, the Ambien defense may be a thing, at least in the future. Hang on for me for just a second, Shane. Let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. Yeah, hey, I've had Ambien problems. I used to have a comic strip, Ambien Walrus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got <laughs> There's some church I can't go to now. As we take a look at our uh, roads, uh, I-10 Eastbound still backed up, and this is from about Car City uh, to the Pine Forest exit. Exit 10A and 10B uh, backed up from there to about exit 7. Uh, very, very slow. Very slow eastbound again from Winhaven to about the turnoff to Hurlburt near Fort Walton. Very stop and go. Traffic tips. X437 1620 News Radio 923 Informative Local Dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to uh, Shane Tucker, Chief Deputy Center of the Sheriff's Office. We also had a pretty big fentanyl bust in Holly. A couple of guys with very similar but not identical names. Jeremiah Hamilton and Jeremy Brooks Dolan, I think, are the guys who got arrested here. Um, basically, y'all, I mean, tell me what happened. Uh, well, my understanding is it was just it was a routine traffic stop. Um, and, and I use that word kind of um, in, in quotes. There's, there's nothing routine about traffic stops, but um, it was for a, a minor traffic violation, and uh, as as happens, uh, it turned into a a huge drug bust. Um, you know, I, I don't have to tell you how how incredibly dangerous fentanyl is is to this community and, and this country, um, and to find 71 grams of it. I mean, it's terrific to know that 71 grams is not going to um, cause any overdoses. But it's at the same time, it's disturbing to know that, that that somebody has that much. How much else is out there? Yeah, no, it's you're you're right. I it's every, all the time when we see these busts and it's these big amounts. We're like, ah, oh, thank goodness it's off at the streets. But there's obviously a demand because it gets used. Hey, one Absolutely. thing, one thing that I wanted to ask you about, just because it's been a bill that's filed, is the risk protection orders, red flag laws. The way I understand it is either you guys or a judicial has to start the request to take somebody's guns or ammunition away from them because they are, at least for now, unsafe to have them. The bill would expand that to allow siblings, parents, spouses, and guardians to also request RPOs. In your experience, has that been a limitation? Uh, is that a expansion that would make sense based on the things you've seen in order to help prevent the wrong people from having guns or ammunition? You know, um, I don't know that we're necessarily the right right folks to ask. Um, in the in the, the few years that, that RPOs have been around, um, I can only think of one or two times that we've actually – you know, requested and got an RPO. Um, in, in our experience here in Santa Rosa County, I, I don't think that's going to make a, a significant difference in, in the number of RPOs at all. Um, in some jurisdictions, I know in South Florida, they, they have um, a lot more of those than we do. That, that perhaps could. Um, you know, the, the bottom line is whomever is, is actually requesting the RPO, they're going to have to go before a judge. They're going to have to have a hearing to get it. Um, you know, in our case, I think it's been beneficial that they come to law enforcement to do that. Um, but if, you know, if we were in a position where we were overwhelmed with the number of requests for RPOs, um, I could certainly see that taking some of the um, 
some of the, 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 the administrative strain off of us. Okay, well, yeah, I think it might it, more the idea is that, you know, they're the ones who are most in the position to know. And But, of course, the other side, the critics of these things have always alleged, like, hey, expanding it to anybody means you could have retaliatory and abuse of the process. The reason the law enforcement officers are good is because it's a fairly limited one. But, you know, we'll see. I just I was curious if you had a reaction to it or if you'd heard about the bill at all. So uh, that's why I asked. Shane Tucker, he is the chief de- deputy of the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office. Chief, as always, I appreciate what you and your folks do for our community. Happy law enforcement appreciation day and we'll talk to you again next week thank you andrew we appreciate you you bet 819 here on news radio 92.3 and you know if you've got an import you've got a bmw you've got a lexus a porsche a mercedes a genesis an audi a jaguar these are cars that you know they cost you a little bit to acquire they do not have to cost you as much to maintain you might have thought you have to go to the dealership to maintain them you do not you can save time save money save the trip if they happen to be somewhere else and you can go to bobby likes auto service right here on davis highway they work on these cars all the time same for the diesel engines not everybody works on those they work on those all the time no problem so instead of taking it somewhere far away that costs more money you can just take it right here on davis highway their website is carclinicservice.com because the philosophy is to treat your car the way you treat your body you know routinely check it over to make sure you can avoid the big problems a 2021 carfax top rated service center 4.5 average reviews or above bobby Lycus auto service right here on davis highway hi guys If you find yourself in a divorce or you know that one is coming, you're likely stressed about your kids, your finances, and what your future is going to look like when the divorce is over. You're going to need help with this, and I'm here to do that. Whatever you're facing, I can help you get through it. I specialize in helping guys just like you get through difficult divorces. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and trust me, I can help you through this. Just look me up on social media or on the web. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and I'm here to help. Pensacola, Florida. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support. Datarevs.com. Hey, y'all, this is your girl, Cheryl Underwood, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge, and I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge for a coupon and daily support? Sign up at Metamucil.com today. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Fishing relaxes me. It's like yoga, except I still get to kill something. Well, I was thinking about Abraham Lincoln and the enemies of the truth. But I could not tell a Kennedy from a John Wilkes Booth. Now out of my way. Dobbs is hit from behind. The ball's out. They're calling this a fumble at the moment. And a return by Allen for the touchdown. Scoop and score. Jenkins hit Dobbs. And for now, it's a touchdown. 
so this is the Jaguars uh, playing on Saturday against the Titans. You know, this Saturday football before the actual playoffs. And the winner gets in, and the Titans did not get in. <laughs> so the Jaguars come from behind. Looked like they were losing the whole game. And then all of a sudden, they get that play, which it's one of those plays where the, um, uh, the guy comes all the way around from the blind side, and he tackles the quarterback, and as he's throwing – that's the question. Did he fumble the ball? Did he throw the ball? Either way, it could have been called. It could have been called an incomplete, and that would have held up. It could have been called a fumble as it was, and that would have held up. It was very close. In my opinion, it was a little bit more of a forward pass, so probably should have been an incomplete pass, and that would have changed the whole complexion of the game. But they let it play out. They did the review, and uh, there you go. Jags win on the scoop and score that maybe shouldn't have been. 8-23 on News Radio 92.3. Uh, the Lions managed to knock the Packers out yesterday in a not that thrilling game, but, you know, who can kick the better field goals? Uh, and then each of them had a touchdown, so they did manage to knock them out, and the Patriots got knocked out as well. So uh, the final, the playoff picture is all set, and here we go. But tonight, David, I think, is going to tell us about something that's happening tonight, David. Uh, well, Washington State School District oh, is. I thought you were going to do the uh, football championship because <laughs> you mentioned it before. No, sorry. I'm go sorry. ahead. What else do you got? Well, a Washington State school district filing a lawsuit against several tech companies for their involvement in the youth mental health crisis. Uh, the lawsuit filed by the Seattle Public School District includes TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Snapchat, and blames those social media outlets for making the youth mental health and behavioral disorders worse, alleges that social media is to blame for cyberbullying, anxiety, depression, and even eating disorders. California getting federal help as they deal with the impacts of deadly storms. President Biden approved the state's emergency declaration. Of course, he's in Mexico City for the North American Leaders Summit. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom has already said 12 people have died in California. California because of their storms so far. And there's a gang trial going on in Atlanta right now involving a semi-famous rapper, rapper Young Thug, accused of helping to establish a criminal street gang. Apparently it was known as Young Slime Life. Some defendants have already uh, been part of plea deals, at least a dozen people going to trial on those charges. All right, very good. 824 here on News Radio 92.3. And uh, as I mentioned, the tonight you have uh, the TCU Georgia, the national championship. I'm looking forward to that. I just, I wish it didn't start so late, but it does. So there you go. No big deal. Whatever. Also, it's weird, isn't it, to have them on Mondays? I mean, college football is a Saturday thing, right? But yeah, I know right? this is the way it always goes. This is the way it always works. And it's been this way for forever. Same thing when they do the um, NCAA tournament. And you wind up getting, you know, the, the championship game is on a Monday. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I need some sleep. Oh, well. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Uh, taking a look, it is uh, backed up. Uh, the Car City exit and the Pine Forest exit between that I-10 eastbound. It's like a parking lot. And again, slow eastbound from Winhaven to Hurlburt and Fort Walton. Very stop and go. Traffic tips. Text 437-1620. This is brought to you by Career Source Escarosa's Career Fair. Tables still available for employees, uh, employers rather, well, both. January 26th at the fairgrounds. You can visit careersourceescarosa.com for details. Again, traffic tips. Text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks. Thanks so much, Candy. At the Escambia County Commission meeting, we had uh, Wes Moreno, who's the administrator, and had talked to us on Thursday about this, gave some more details about the challenges that the county facilities had had with the freeze Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Evening of December 24th, we received notice of issues at the new jail, which required calling in technicians on their day off to make repairs. 
David Brown responded to the emergency call and was assisted by Kenneth Gilbert in securing a ruptured HVAC coil that was leaking water into the interior office space of the new jail. Michael Edwards, custodial supervisor for the downtown governmental complex, also responded to address removal of the water that had leaked into three offices and the hallway. Wow. And they were, you know, it's New Year's or Christmas Eve, right? And then Christmas Day, similarly. On December 25th, Christmas Day, Zach Willis received a call from dispatch that water was coming through the ceiling above the public defender's office. Zach was the on-call weekend tech that was the first to respond. Once we received the call, we started putting together a team to come in and take care of the issues. Once we arrived, we realized this was more than we can handle by ourselves. We immediately got on the phone with First On Site to come in and help with the cleanup. First On Site was able to assemble a team in under two hours to come to come in on Christmas Day and started the cleanup. So he was praising, uh, vehemently praising the staff for taking care of these facilities. Pam Childers, Clerk of the Court and Comptroller. Mr. Administrator, I'd like to say thank you for recognizing them. I have Eric Carter in the background and my office was what, 86 degrees, Eric, and four hours later it was 65, but he was always checking on me and our staff that does the courthouse is always there checking on us because it rains inside with every storm and they are checking Yikes. on us so these men and women help all of our buildings help us to do our work comfortably and i have like 240 jurors every monday and they are helping to make sure people can do their civic duty. And thank you very much for taking care of us. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, needs to happen. So good job. Well done all around. I will take it. Meanwhile, you got an update from uh, Commissioner Robert Bender in the meeting about the toll booth usage on Bob Sykes, which is continues to be up. The Bob Sykes toll numbers, we had almost a uh, 650,000 vehicle increase over 2021. Uh, just shy of 5 million vehicles at 4,852,346 for the year. Um, that's still uh, 170,000 more than what we had in 2019. So uh, it was a good year for, for vehicles headed out to the beach. Remember, 2019 is the baseline because that's pre-COVID, right? So that's the one that we look to. And and I have mentioned this before, and I, I, I just don't want to be Charlie Brown with the football, but I don't. I think this is going to be different. I really do. This is not an F dot project. <laughs> this is the sailfish sign that's being rebuilt by the company that built the second one. Like there was the first one, and then it was replaced with the second one that worked fine for a long time. That's the one that fell off over time and had to be replaced with the third one that was a complete catastrophe. And now the fourth one is going to be by that same company who did the second one. And the beach sign will hopefully be up by our, our next regular board meeting in, in two weeks. Uh, I was able to see it. Uh, run through the progression of, of lighting up and everything before Christmas. Uh, and I think uh, the community will be happy. It's hard to believe that that it's it's here, that it's going to be back up and working. So uh, excited for that. Within two weeks, there could be a fully functional, like everything, the starburst, the sparkle, the progression on the arrow, like all of it should work. Fingers crossed. I'm so optimistic. I certainly hope so. Uh, within two weeks for the sailfish sign. And, uh, you know, obviously the fight over the speaker, it's finally been resolved. Matt Gates and some other folks voted present late Friday night to allow Ma uh, Kevin McCarthy to get the win. There was a weird moment where Mike Rogers uh, and almost seemed like he was going to lunge at Matt <laughs> from the aisle and had to the be restrained. Awesome. Oh, yeah. With like somebody else had grabbed him around the head with his hand on his face. But Matt says, what was that all about? And are you guys going to be able to work together on armed services? Well, Mike Rogers is going to 
be a terrific chairman of the Armed Services Committee, and we share a deep commitment to our national defense, to our men and women in uniform, and of course, in a late-night moment of high drama, people can have moments of frustration, but Mike Rogers and I have a six-year productive uh, working relationship. We're going to work together wonderfully going forward, and I don't think there should be any punishment or reprisal just because he had an animated moment. He has my forgiveness and uh, certainly is someone who's done great things for our national defense and will continue to do those things. That's all very good to hear. What do you have coming up, David? Well, we've got an update on a search in Okaloosa County after Fox. News. I'm Chris Foster. A terrorism trial starts today in New York City. It's the first federal death penalty trial of the Biden administration. Saifullah Saipov is accused of killing eight people back in October of 2017 after he allegedly plowed a rental truck into pedestrians and cyclists in lower Manhattan. Fox's Ryan Schmelz. President Biden on Twitter calls riots in Brazil an assault on democracy and on the peaceful transfer of power and says he looks forward to working with President Lula. The presidential palace, Congress and the Supreme Court all targeted by masses of yellow and green clad supporters of the former far-right president Jair Bolsonaro. We want to save the country, said this woman as she was taken into custody with around 400 others. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Stocks start the day higher on Wall Street. Last week was the first ending higher in the last five weeks. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, it's 831 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Partly cloudy, it's 55 right now in Pensacola. Big change coming at Blue Wahoo Stadium for this coming year. They're going cashless. That announcement was made last week, and there's been some mixed reaction here in our community. Some people fear it may drive up costs with added credit card fees. Others fearing that it could turn away business from people who just don't believe in using cards. But team management says it's really only about one thing. The big decision to go cashless was speed of service, right? So we're able to get people through the lines a lot faster. That is Blue Wahoo's president, Jonathan Griffith. He also says there's extra security when you use a card transaction versus cash. Now, if you don't have a debit card or a credit card, there are still cash options. You can purchase a gift card with cash at the team store box office or at the bait and tackle store at the stadium. Deputies in Okaloosa County had to call off a search for an armed suspect yesterday. They say they had a lack of leads as to where the person was. They were looking for 29-year-old Joshua Colley near Poverty Creek Road. This is in the Crestview area. Uh, deputies say they were called after a domestic violence incident, and Colley was armed with a handgun when he left a residence in his truck. Deputies say Colley crashed the truck near Poverty Creek Road, ran into the woods. The sheriff's office says they tried their best with specialized tracking units, but they couldn't find him in the woods. Potential firefighters here in Escambia County had to go through some grueling testing over the weekend. Escambia County Fire Rescue held their physical abilities test on Saturday. Nine people took the test. The department says seven of them passed. We hire them with no experience education. We send them through school. They're paid as employees while they go through school. And then once they're done school, they go through an in-house, about a three-week program where we teach them how we do things in Escambia. And then after that, they uh, start on the job and uh, really go from zero to hero and pretty quick. Escambia Fire Rescue Training Captain Joel Richardson there. The fire department regularly holds these testing events, and if you would like to be a firefighter, uh, you can follow Escambia Fire Rescue on social media. If you uh, scroll through their posts, you'll find a peek at the training required, and also find out when their next testing will be held. 
Work continuing today at the future site of the city of Pensacola's new skate park. Concrete work started late last week. The city says they expect that park to open by sometime this summer. The $2 million skate park project is happening under I-110 at the Hollis T. Williams Park. New pediatric medical clinic opening at Pine Forest High School today. That clinic will be operated in a standalone building on campus by Community Health of Northwest Florida. It's open for all children and teens in the community. And Community Health says it's part of their community partnership schools model. The clinic being headed up by Dr. John Lanza, who's also the former director of the Florida Department of Health here in Escambia County. There's a new statewide firearms prohibited person database being used now in the state of Alabama. This database was created with the new Alabama Uniform Concealed Carry Permit Act that was passed in 2021. Now, when law enforcement officers in Alabama stop someone, they run their name through the database and can easily determine if they're eligible to carry a gun in the state. The database cost the state about $400,000 to implement, and they say it'll take about $45,000 a year to maintain. That went into effect on New Year's Day on January 1st. It is 835 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing? I'm watching an accident on Davis and Brent. Not showing a roadblock, though. This is brought to you by your Discover card. And with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. If you have traffic tips, text 437 1620 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Beautiful day out there today with temperatures starting off on the cooler side, forming into the mid-60s for this afternoon. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 44. Mostly sunny skies as you head into Tuesday as well with a high near 67. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 53. Beautiful weather continues into Wednesday, but temperatures will be starting to warm up. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 74. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. Right now, 55. It's part. Partly cloudy in Pensacola, 56 in Gulf Breeze, 54 in Milton. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. From managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help. From running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. Hey, when your heater kicked on this season, did you get that awful burning smell? That smell is its accumulated dust and mold. The heater burns this nasty stuff off, and then the blower pushes it up into the ductwork. If you or your loved ones have allergies or breathing concerns, you know what I'm talking about. This is Todd St. Ors from Gulf Coast Air Care. We are the indoor air quality specialists. We have helped people for years with poor indoor air quality and air duct problems. At Gulf Coast Air Care, we can diagnose your issues and help you and your family be healthier, more comfortable, plus get a lower power bill. A clean furnace and heater and a clean and sealed duct system is the key to a healthy indoor environment. We can do a home performance test and inspection for you and show you exactly where the problem was located. And guess what? We do the repair work too. Call us at Gulf Coast Air Care at 934-2768 or on the internet at gulfcoastaircare.com. Get it, Sarah. Serious cleaning, Gulf Coast Air Care. Looking to start a career or change your current career? Pensacola State College is the place for you. Choose from short-term, high-demand career and technical education programs, ranging from commercial vehicle driving to medical assisting. 
Call 850-484-2000. Are you looking to start your education or to change careers? Pensacola State College is the place for you. We offer bachelor's degrees, two-year degrees, career certificates, and more, ranging from nursing to welding. Apply today. PensacolaState.edu. Your money now, a good open for the markets this morning. Dow Jones up 13377 today at 337338. The S&P 500 up 1571 at 309179 and the Nasdaq up 8282 at 106211. Goldman Sachs reportedly is going to be cutting up to 3200 jobs this week. The latest big Wall Street firm looking to trim costs in response to a slowdown in investment banking. The layoffs represent about 6.5% of Goldman Sachs' 49,000 employees. More than 7,000 nurses at two hospitals in New York City are on strike today. They walked off the job this morning after they couldn't reach a new contract deal. And today is the anniversary of when the world was first introduced to the iPhone. Then Apple CEO Steve Jobs unveiled that device at Macworld 2007's convention in San Francisco. 838, your next news at 9 and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host was born in Utah. (laughs) Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Today, um, today I bring before you a very serious topic. Ooh, I love it. A, um, a great hatred, judgment, and bigotry problem that we have in this country. Because you see, of all of the national days that today is, one of those so-called national days is National Clean Off Your Desk Day. Oh. And so... <laughs> I want to bring before you and expose once and for all the deep evil at the heart of those who think that a clean desk is somehow a virtue, somehow something to be aimed for. David, you look very confused over there. Do you uh, you want to weigh in early on this? My question for the day, 437-1620, clean desk, dirty desk, do you judge a desk, David? Oh, absolutely you judge a desk. How can you get anything done on a dirty desk? If you have a sharp enough nine, you. Oh, sorry. oh it's David. You know Wayne. who you work for, right? Yeah, right. Have you met Mary? Uh, let me show you my desk, and then decide whether I'm a productive person or not. Because I will tell you, my desk is an embarrassment to my wife and everybody else who is organized, neat, tidy, and emotionally unattached to everything in the universe and able to throw anything away. Candy, clean desk, dirty desk. Well, I don't have a desk, so which should speak volumes. <laughs> at but home. if I did, I, I don't have a desk at home. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything. Hello. 
Oh, now I can organize my cats. <laughs> and you? if I had one, it would be dirty. It would be. I know it would Have be. I know met? you. 437 yeah, <laughs> Clean desk or cluttered? See, cluttered is, even that is, it's all judgment. Dirty is judgmental. It's, you know, mm-hmm. there's a prejudice in that. Cluttered, there's a prejudice in that. I just say, um, you know, non-traditionally aligned. You know, it's a... Uh, chaotic neutral i mean <laughs> it's just a different way of doing things um no um my, my desk is a hot mess and it always and here's the funny thing about it if i if i'm if i'm willing to be honest about it and i am i feel guilty about my dirty desk which i do not like because i am clearly never going to have a clean desk and well, so is it out like where everybody can see it at your house eh, you know i'm tucked away in a corner you know <laughs> if you went into the study you would see but if you don't go into the study you're never going to notice right, sure. you know so well, you know where your stuff that's, is that's, i do sometimes have you ever seen and brent lane's desk not word, to drag somebody else into right. it right oh my mm-hmm. gosh well well so i will admit that the <laughs> but he's worst a busy guy the yeah. worst is well where's that receipt or where's that piece of paper yeah you give me a minute or 10 and I couldn't find it, you know, so fine, whatever. The occasionally mistakes get made, but um, I don't know. 437 1620, Let's see. Somebody here says, uh, uh, when some, when people talk about how clean my stuff is, my reply is always, thanks, it's a disorder. Uh, somebody they run here, a food truck, so that's really good. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, somebody here says, organized clutter. I know where everything is, so it's not bad. No, that's true. Well, because, see, here's what happens is when, um, when I'm forced – Gently instructed by my beloved wife uh, to um, <laughs> temporarily declutter the surface in, in our house. Um, my answer is I kind of go through stuff and I throw a bunch out and then I sort it into piles on the floor and then I put one pile on top of the other and I put it in the drawer. Because <laughs> that's, yes. that's how you clean that's how you're a desk. supposed to do it. That's exactly right. And, you know, so like the, the, as Mark Twain said, a clean desk is the sign of a cluttered desk drawer. And that's exactly right. I don't believe you people. When you say, you know, you've got cleanliness in your desk. Uh, now, some people say the, um, the cluttered desk is a sign of a cluttered mind. Okay, as Einstein rather famously quoted, then what exactly is a empty desk a sign of? <laughs> if that's the case. And I just, I don't got time for all that paper processing. Now, I know the organized people will say, you know, it takes less time to handle it. Well, no, it does oh not. Gosh. Or I would do that. Those Just, people drain me. Exactly. And, and text your answers in 437-1620. All right. So we got, uh, let's see here. Uh, 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 that one. Uh, Chaotic Definitely neutral. a clean desk. This extremely OCD girl can't function. Uh, when there is clutter on the desk, I have to resist the need to straighten up my choir director's landfill of a desk when I'm working in the choir office. Now, see, this is a good example, okay? It drives the organ, and I know this person very well, the very organized person. It gets drive, driven crazy by the cluttered person's desk. But let me ask you a question. Is that cluttered person a person you love? Are they creative? Are they wonderful, enchanting, endearing, and effective and productive? And the answer is, you know the answer is yes. And you're like, in spite of it. And you, or how much more they could be? No, no. <laughs> it can't be more. Uh, let's see. Uh, chaotic neutral. That's right. I did play D&D back in the day. Uh, somebody here says, I always know where everything is on a cluttered desk until I found a contract that I had forgotten about. <laughs> I was in sales. Uh, that's awesome. Absolutely do not judge a book by its cover. A clean desk is not the best determination. And I know several people who had the messiest desks, quite intelligent, so organized everything they could find everything on the desk. I, I will not claim that I can find everything. I will just claim that it's not that important to keep it clean. And I find the stuff I need to, and then I only get angry every once in a while when I can't find what I need. 
as a human as yeah a duality of man yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right look in my closet look in my desk drawer look in my car trunk uh, you'll find a pattern let's just say these are all the places where my wife does not enforce order candy <laughs> candy has traffic on the five I, I always have a messy jeep right now i've got like 12 strands of garland because what was i gonna do not buy them they're a dollar i mean obviously thank you and you can't put them in the house no, because my husband will see it. Exactly. Uh, traffic on the fives. Uh, it's an accident on Davis and Brent. Not showing a roadblock, though, uh, this morning. Uh, not yet, anyway. Uh, Broad Street and Highway 29 showing an accident, but no roadblock there either. So uh, certainly use caution wherever you are. You know that. Traffic tips text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Oh, I'd like just to find out. Somebody says a clutter desk is a sound of creative genius. And then one other one here is, um, uh, oh, I'm not, I'm, I, a clutter desk is a sound of creative genius. I'm not sure what a cluttered car represents. And somebody here says, I'm forbidden to have a desk at home by my wife, but she's forbidden to ever walk into my office and touch any one piece of paper of mine. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information from competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. Listen today at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Director Marie Mott will give a public health update. That's today at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. When you listen to News Radio 923 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at 9. At home with Gary Sullivan at 10. Swan Capital at 1. Let's go Pensacola at 4. Like sands through the Blackwater, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. There's no point in my going to to appear before Commissioner Calkins as he's made known. He expected of me, although he never contacted me to tell me that. I mean, I would have been there in December if I'd known. He expected me there, but I didn't know, so I couldn't arrange for time off from work and all that. Yeah, so this is Mayor Heather Lindsay, City of Milton, at the meeting where this is important because today the Santa Rosa County Commission, where James Calkins is a member, uh, is going to hear about the question of whether to finally approve the change in the technical language on the description of the parcel that will be given in exchange for wastewater treatment capacity to the city of Milton in order to put the rapid infiltration basins up on the hill that they want to do in order to make that so they can get rid of the effluent for the wastewater treatment plant that they want to build off of Cooper's Basin. <laughs> this is, oh man, this is a Russian novel retelling it every single time. But yeah, so Heather Lindsay here 
has basically been summoned by uh, Calkins to come to the county commission meeting because he thinks that it's kind of funny that even his allies think that he misunderstands this. He thinks that the mayor rules over Milton. Um, the only thing that I want to say is I was at the meeting with the county and the problem was from perspective was that James Calkins felt that the mayor ruled over the council <laughs> which is not accurate she's a tiebreaker you know when there's a tie she breaks the ties and that's really all she does but anyway she's going to go and represent to the county the city's position on whether they affirm the location of the wastewater treatment plant and the need for that parcel in order to put the ribs on it and that's why she brought this resolution in front of the city council to reaffirm that location so that she could get a sense of where the new members because there's four new members out of the eight of them in order to represent them accurately to the county so good for her and this showed up in the meeting last week and so you go through the ticking off of the members and you know Roxanne Meese uh, who has been on council she says she's all for it uh, and she says the concern about the wastewater treatment plant being hit by a storm and throwing sewage into the black water or Carpenter's Creek is a bunch of nonsense and I agree with that assessment I 100% agree with it I think that we need to go ahead with it um, the way it is but that's the way the critics are sometimes styling it's it going to affect the river if we had a event that catastrophe like that, we were talking earlier, I mean, all of Milton would be 40 foot underwater. We won't be here at that point anyway. So where it sits and how far back it sits from the river, I think the main problem that I'm reading about and seeing on Facebook and different websites is it's the septic tanks that are polluting the river and causing the oyster beds to shut down and the fishing. It's not this new plant that's going to clean everything up. Yeah, the real source of contamination in our water is primarily septic and getting people off septic onto sewer means making a plant. And this is, given all the other constraints, the best location for that plant of all the known alternatives. Now, the opponents will say they also favor the plant. They just don't want it there, but they haven't been able to identify another site that works. And there have been years of trying to figure out if there's another site that works. And so this is kind of where we are up against some time deadlines and established grant funding in the process. Jeff Snow says, look, he's another council member. Jeff Snow says, nothing is perfect. This is basically a good solution. Casey Powell says, we're at the point where we need to move forward and the questions have basically been answered so then the question uh, matt jarrett wasn't there those are the four already in place city council members and the four new ones gavin hawthorne says look um i went to look at the site and i did have a concern about erosion based on what i saw if it was maybe a half a mile two miles of erosion we maybe have a different problem but six feet and me measuring that kind of scared me for a minute um, like six feet away. I do support the resolution. However, I would advise that everybody, and I mean the council, it, whatever it takes for everybody just to see. So therefore, there's no discrepancies. Everybody's transparent. Everybody's on the same page. So that's four. Okay, that's four yeses. He says he has concerns, but he's willing to vote for the resolution to move forward. And by the way, uh, one key point here is that if something comes up, as this progresses that renders that site unusable or whatever, the site would revert back to the county and they'd have to find another place to dispose of the effluent. So it's not like this is a done and forever kind of deal. But in any case, that's a four votes yes. And then Marilyn Farrow, she says, no, I also am concerned about erosion, maintenance, all kinds of other things that I don't like about this location. Concerns about the occurrence of additional erosion once the sites are clear cut. Concerns about the threatened and endangered animals and plants. Concerns about the long-term maintenance of the ribs. 
concerns about the insufficient capacity, concerns about the predominance of public input opposing the sites, concerns about the long-term effects of these choices. All right, so she says she's a no. Mike Cusack, another one of the new members, is also a no. I'm a pretty straightforward shooter. I'm totally against this resolution. If you, anybody has been out to that site and seen what I have seen, as Gavin uh, reiterated, it's, it's a nightmare. So they call for the vote. Vance did not comment, and Jared wasn't there. So uh, you basically call for the vote, and the vote was? The votes are Councilman Cusack, nay. Councilman Farrow, nay. Councilman Meese, aye. Councilman Hawthorne, aye. Councilman Snow, aye. Councilman Vance, nay, and Councilman Powell, aye. All right, so that's a four to three vote. And if it had been a tie, even though I think Matt Jarrett is probably a yes, if it had been a tie at 4-4, Mayor Lindsay would have voted yes. But now she's going to go before the Santa Rosa County Commission today and say, you know, we had a five, we had a four to three vote. Uh, I would have been a five anyway, but, you know, we had a four to three vote. And so we are in favor. We do have our concerns. And also, I expect her to say something along the lines of, look, if you guys identify a parcel that, makes better sense especially for getting rid of the effluent that we can use or that will work in addition to it because we need additional effluent disposal capability um we're all you know we're all ears you know we're all willing but for the location of the plant itself with the things that have already been established and for the funding that's in place for that and where we are in the timeline up against some of the limits i think it's very unlikely that that will move could ribs move could other maybe that's a little bit more flexible of a slice of this project. But remember, this was originally going to go up to Whiting, and that couldn't happen because of the PFAS. Other locations didn't pan out. So this is where we're going. And again, she's going to present that today. Nevertheless, never a chance to miss a point of drama is the conflict between the people who want to move the wastewater treatment plant and the ribs and Jeff Snow, who has been an advocate of that site. We want to work with y'all. We want to have everybody happy. And it seems like there's a few people that just absolutely don't care and don't give a crap and instead want to keep up a turn of phrase. And it's time for it to stop. Well, I'm sorry, Jeff, but you've sat there and you've ignored people that have come up. We've watched you. We've videotaped you while you sat there and you looked away while people are standing here showing you things. Should I sit here? Should I just sit here and make sure I'm like... Yes, that's your job. Is it? That's what you're supposed to be listening to us when when you're writing things or you're looking at your phone or you're just looking off into space. It's so disrespectful. It is, it most certainly is. Ask somebody that's never been I'm here just, before I'm just because gonna, it's the I'm truth. I'm going to interrupt. I understand there's an important conversation for y'all to have, but it's it's going to be after the... Just remember, there's always drama. <laughs> there's always drama. Especially around, around the wastewater treatment plant. And by the way, um, look, I know for my own reaction listening to some of these folks and the things that they say, some of them are very reasonable, some of them are fair, raising fair concerns, and some of it is just like I throw pens and roll my eyes and scream at the TV when I'm watching it because they say some of the most outrageous things. And so I know I could not sit up on the city council and just fold my fingers and <laughs> pretend like nothing crazy is happening. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Uh, now, there's no roadblock, but man, a lot of accidents. Uh, t- it looks like Highway 90 right near the uh, intersection to get on. Of course, there's an accident. Pine Forest, uh, Wild Lake Boulevard, that's the uh, Pine Forest. 
uh, Wild Lake near the Hardys. There are no roadblock there. Broad Street and Highway 29 showing an accident. No roadblock. I-10 eastbound at mile marker 10. This is what was backing everything up for a while. It looks like it's clear now, but still uh, maybe watch for emergency vehicles. Todd Drive and Old Palafox Highway showing an accident with no roadblock. And then East Nine Mile Road and University Parkway uh, kind of near the turnoff, of course, the turnoff to uh, UWF. And Chemstrand and Old Chemstrand still showing an accident, but no roadblock. Certainly watch for emergency crews on all of the scenes. And if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. 857 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. Time for Future News. Future news is when Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens, and we are right sometimes. Um, oh, uh, the, the the changes in the rules for the House, they're, they have to be approved, okay, today. Uh, will the changes, will the assignments on committees, will the various things that have been promised come true so that, let's say, six months from now, we look back and say, you know, Matt Gates and the Rebels really accomplished something, or will it look like they didn't really get anything done six months from now? I, I'm... Outstanding comment. I don't know, man. No, I, don't I know. think it's hard to say. I'm I'm naively optimistic about this yeah. overall I think government. Matt knows you know, what he's doing. with the Senate and the presidency and all that. No, but um, you know, will much of that change? I don't know. But within the House, yeah, I actually think they won something, and I think that these are going to make some difference. At least I certainly hope so. Uh, Pelican drop. Uh, all of the county commissioners say they're in. We've heard uh, inclinations from the city that they're in. I mean, everybody wants the Pelican drop. The question is who's going to pay for it. Will we get it this year? Yes, if Danny can find a big, giant sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Zimmer can Danny find Zimmer. I mean, surely can, He can do you know, anything. Pelican drop brought to you by blank or blank and blank. I mean, I'm, I'm with that. It's always Danny Zimmer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a move, man. Sailfish sign. Supposed to be up and running, fully functional within two weeks, according to Robert Bender. Will it be? Will it be? Absolutely. I'm a yes. going to look like yes. Bally's on... Uh, the Vegas will <laughs> will the three mile bridge second span be open by this month next month May this year you got to pick here May um, it's open know. when I'm driving across it uh, <laughs> that's I've I, long since given up making time projection projections about uh, F dot projects uh, the Hillsdale of the South. Will he turn turn the new school? Will Governor DeSantis turn the new school into the Hillsdale of the South? Well, he wants to. I don't think it'll be that easy. Not, yeah. not while he's governor, That's certainly. a much harder <laughs> boat to turn than right. he thinks it'll be. Uh, Seattle suing the social media companies. Will they win this lawsuit? No. Yeah, I also think no, pessimistically. And will the ribs and the spray field work out the way we want it to? Yeah. Yes. On air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. New